everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of the Founders Conversation with Mark, Peter, and me. It's good to be with everybody. I think we're on, was it episode 89? Feels like we're getting old. Yeah, right? Like, wait, what? We're almost to 100? What's happening? So it's good. Well, it's good to see you guys. Peter, how have you been? We missed you the past few weeks. I know. I've missed you guys too. So good we're we're familying away over here it's it's baseball swimming season and got a little baby on the way and a kitchen renovation underway so doing lots of um lots of good stuff investing investing in my family and it's been, been a lot of fun it's warm here it got like it went from spring to to 90. and wow. uh so you know I'm, I'm i was wearing a peach colored shirt yesterday so that my skin wouldn't look so sunburned i feel like you know like i just <laughs> Come on, rub it in, rub it in, rub it in, rub it in. It's so, it's cold here. <laughs> it's snow in the mountains. Rub it in. Oh wow! I still wish to go to Tasmania someday. I I hear not only are you guys there, but there's some great fly fishing up in those um, up in. Oh those yeah, it's it's a fly videos. fly to fly fishing capital of the wow. world. <laughs> wow! Hey Dave, hey Dave. So yeah, do, do, doing well. Good, Mark. How are you doing? Renovations, possums. We had a great possum story last week. Uh, oh yeah, no. possum went into I, like was scurrying all over the house. Mark's chasing a possum around his house. This is ten o'clock in my pajamas, chasing this possum around inside <laughs> the house. <laughs> and I thought I got him out. Great, you know, and then. Then there's a noise in the in the middle of the you know um, not that day the next night, and similar sort of noise. And I I I, I look out. There's another possum. Uh, so it's like okay, I got a possum trap and trap the possum and relocated the possum. And I thought, wow, there's that's that's two of them. We got two of them out. Then there was a noise the next night. It's like another possum. So trap that one out. And then I thought, I'm done with these possums. They're just causing all sorts of problems. So I started to trap. I'm, I'm up to number five. Whoa. Trap them and relocate them. So I you know, take them about 20 minutes away, cross over the river, a large river, and relocate them in a, in a, in a forest area. And it's like, no, nah, don't come back. And they won't because they're over the, over over the, the water. They can't get it you know, over, over the river. It's called a big river. So... <laughs> so it's like oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm like are you sure it's not the same possum he may you know just yeah, every night families oh my god trucking 20 the uh, 20 what is that like a like ratatouille 10 mile weird. 10 mile wandering hike for the possum to get to your place that's great yeah yeah no they, <laughs> they're not coming across the river they didn't want to do that so they're in new territory now so it's like yeah but uh, other, sorry. Uh, other than that, doing okay. Uh, feeling the feeling somewhat of a a change season, and yeah. you know sometimes you can just feel a little a little shift. You know, if you're changing physical seasons, you know mm -hmm. you just notice that it, it's very subtle uh, usually at first, and um, but you become aware of it. You know, the temperature drops or you know, start to see a slight change of the color of the leaves or you're starting to see something pop up out of the ground that's been dormant or those sorts of things. And I, I, I think um, you know, having a fairly a sense of that, sometimes you can't describe what it is. 
Mm-hmm. You, know, you just know that there's something a little different. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, that's sort of, that's sort of the case. And of course we, yeah, we're, uh, we're heading into this coming weekend, um, celebration of Pentecost Sunday. So yeah. That's always mm-hmm. good to be reminded of. I was going to say on the season, season thing, there's a, um, there's something really powerful around um, God highlighting and revealing things that need to get cleaned out. Mm. Right. And for us here, you know, in uh, North America, it's spring, you know, we're doing the spring cleaning. Um, mm-hmm. But I think like there's something in this season where um, I think that we're about to come out of the turn. Um, if I'll just mm-hmm. pull that back mm-hmm. in, because actually it was prophesied Sunday morning. We're out of the turn. Mm-hmm. Right. In the worship, like it was like, no, we're out of the turn. It is time to go. We had three different people. I uh, had two people bring that to me. And then a third one mentioned it Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're out of the turn because we've talked about that message a lot um, as we were yeah. um, working through transitions and working through some things. And it's like, OK, we are through the turn and now um, we're going to put our put the put the gas on. Um, and I think that's a real fitting thing for this next week as well. You know, mm-hmm. like, how do you get momentum except by the wind of the spirit? Come on. Right? That's right. Like, there's there's that's right. no better momentum to grab than right. his. And what he's saying, what he's doing, of course, you mentioned Mark Pentecost Sundays coming up this weekend. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think of uh, a lot of also um, uh, released the word a little while ago, particularly focused on Ephesians 3.20. Yes. Um, and the, in, in that word, she mentioned a number of times that the tide is turning. Mm. And when you when you link that with, you know, yep. coming out of the term, when you link that with Ephesians 3.20 itself, which is really about God doing immeasurably more, super abundantly, mm-hmm. a whole lot more than you ever imagined or ever thought was possible, yep. mm-hmm. whatever else. That really does sound a whole lot like coming out of the turn or coming, you know, changing directions or you're mm-hmm. coming into mm-hmm. a place. And, you know, Pentecost was so much about abundance, you know. Uh, it was God demonstrating. Um, I mean, he, he'd already demonstrated that time and time again. But this was the time that he demonstrated it upon all flesh and he demonstrated mm. an, an excessiveness because mm-hmm. um, it was an excessive outpouring. You know, there was just so much over the top right excessiveness around Pentecost you know just even you know if people think it was a nice orderly you know little time is that you're totally wrong it was absolute a mess it was chaos mm-hmm. um and you know it, and that's not surprising because he was breaking into some mindsets he was breaking into a place where he was now inhabiting the people he was now becoming the temples you know the people were becoming yep. the temples of the Holy Spirit he was actually he was doing something that was so, 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 so obvious of his abundance. Mm. Yeah. I've heard a couple of very encouraging prophetic words in the last uh, couple of days. One was from Chuck Pierce. And this was one of those happenstance moments where it's like, I happened to see Daystar. He happened, they happened to be running a rerun from him of March. And I was like, this is a message for me. And I was re-listening to it today. And he's saying that every Passover during this 10-year decade of mm-hmm. pay is a Passover for God's people sort of into a new way 
And he said of 2022 is very much about a Passover into the promises. And it feel and it, it the tone of it was like what I was hearing in this in my spirit was like it's time to build. It's time to build, like a Passover, wow. that sort of type of thing. That's well, cool. then I was listening to another uh, prophetess named Fiorella Giordano. Uh, she goes by Fee. Great, she's great to listen to. Um, she had had a dream, and um, she was saying in this dream that um, you know we're God's going to. It's almost like there's a new navigation system, and it's a little tougher to see the navigation system. It's actually smaller. But we're going to be guided by the wind of the spirit, which you're just echoing, Chris, that the wind of the spirit is going to guide us into the next. And one of the things that Chuck Pierce was saying is when there's that passing over, you know, uh, the fire by night and the cloud by day no longer go with you. And so it's like the ways in which we've learned to hear God in the past, the ways in which we've learned to be led by God are a little bit different in this passing over. And so I think that there really is something about Pentecost. There's something about coming out of that corner. There's something about, you know, because I think that. I think a word that, well, I know a word that Megan and I had coming into this decade before we even knew anything about the pandemic was that we would be sort of distributors or dealers of hope in the season mm-hmm. the body of Christ would be mm-hmm. because it was, we were going to come into actually a difficult season. We didn't realize what that meant. It was going to be a difficult season and people around us were going to be like, what's the reason for this hope that's within you? And I remember before the pandemic even kind of like became mainstream when it was first like their first inklings of this virus coming to America. There was someone at the office, I work at a, a co-working space that came in and I thought this guy was maybe plainly, I thought maybe he was like, had a mental problem or like, and I don't say that critically, but like, he seemed crazy. But what I realized afterwards, I'm like, no, he's, he's in his mind. He's, he's talking about this virus that just came in. And, and I could see that what it had come over our city was a spirit of fear had come mm-hmm. in and we lose our mind with a spirit of fear, you know, a spirit of, you know, we, we don't give him a spirit of fear, but the sound mind. And I think that one of the things that's happened in this season is we've gone from virus to contention about virus to inflation to expensive gas to who knows what. And it's almost like it's time for God's hope dealers to arise. Like that word from two years ago, I feel like it has some staying power. And it's like we're meant to come into a harvest season. We're meant to come into a season of abundance. We're not meant to be coming under lack. We're meant to be coming into a place of greater hope, not a place of fear. And so I feel like part of this Pentecost harvest is in as much as they're saying at Pentecost, like, what are these guys speaking about? Like, how, how, where is this even coming from? I think that there's really meant to be a harvest that we're coming into in the body of Christ, where we're, we're bearing this hope. We're bearing something that people are like, where does this even come from? Like, this, is, this isn't what we're used to hearing. This is something new. Well, it's even more difficult in the church in the midst of inflation and difficult times. And somebody's like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can afford to do this thing that God's calling me to do. And I'm like, wait, what? Did If God called it, mm-hmm. called you, he'll provide for it. Exactly. Like, like yeah. wait, no, you, we got to operate from a different level of hope and reality. Um, you know, it was interesting. I was, I was talking a bit about this Sunday. Um, but I think it's, I, I think that the one thing that might've been one of the biggest fruit of the harvest at Pentecost was the boldness of the faith Mm. of the believers, right? Because they were fearless 
they were encountering this spirit of God. They were fully repenting. They were laying their lives down fully for Jesus and encountering the spirit of God, mm -hmm. meeting Jesus. It was real and tangible and, and like, Oh, that's an unstoppable force. Mm. And we're worried about inflation. Yeah. Well, when you, when you look at, for instance, Romans 14, which, um, it's, Come on, Mark. it's talking about the, the kingdom of heaven is not about eating and drinking. It's not about nope. the rules associated with that, but it's, it's, it's about, um, uh, peace, you know, uh, righteousness, righteousness peace, and, peace joy and joy yep. by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's about those, those concepts. And at the end of that chapter, it talks about really, um, that whatever it doesn't occur in your life that comes from faith or it's an operation of faith mm -hmm. is missing the mark. It's sinful. It's, it's, it's not, it's not the place that we're meant to be in so that we're meant to be in a place of increasing faith in, in a place where we're increasing partnership. It's in a place where we're increasingly operating in a place where it requires, uh, or it involves, uh, heaven in all that we do. And mm -hmm. so we can be good at doing that with big ticket items. You know, when we've tried every other option and we've run out of options and there's nothing else. So we now ask heaven to help us. Um, and um, I, I think if you live if you live a life like that, you're, you're always going to be in a place of performance and trying to perform mm -hmm. rather than in a place where you are you are operating out of a out of relational a relational paradigm. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I think that was the intention of, of Pentecost was to say, listen, you, you guys have you guys have. You know, we, we've operated in this era when when you had to have a third party to connect with heaven. You had to have, you know, you had to have the priests. You know, it was in a place where you did certain things that are required. Um, now I want to bring you into a, a place of personal relationship. I want to bring you yeah. in a place where where you can you know, experience me. You know, and we see in the earlier stages. The harvest that came through there, and I think that people, people talk about, oh, we just need another Pentecost. No, we don't need another Pentecost. We have one. What we need actually is learn how to how to step into the more, how to explore the rest of the house. Mm -hmm. you know, the doorway mm -hmm. is Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's open. You can enter. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. go explore. Go and explore with the Holy Spirit what life looks like. It is about encounter. Like yeah. it, it, it is about encountering the Holy Spirit, which we have to do yeah. all the time. We have to do it Absolutely. all the time. We have to do Absolutely. it daily. We have to continually be being filled with yeah. the Holy Spirit. You yeah. know, so there's this, um, no, we don't need another Pentecost. We have to walk out the Pentecost we have. That's right. You know, and I love that. I love that, Mark. It's just such a good reminder because so often... We um, will pine on for an experience or something off in the distance or in the future or at mm. some point, you know, like, oh, well, when God moves, you know, or mm. we need revival or we need this or another Pentecost or no, you need an encounter with with the Holy Spirit right now. Mm. I think mm. I think I think that when you're overcome 
when you're overcome more by the natural things around about you than you are have been overcome by the extent of heaven. Mm. Right? I think that's a wrong a wrong place of balance. So good. I mean, I mean, I know that all these things are relative. I mean, you talk yeah. about expensive gas, then come here, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, it's just it's it's hugely expensive here. But and 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 we've had the government have taken off or halved the excise tax on it, the tax on it. So you know, it's 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 got a bit cheaper for us, but it's still expensive than what it was, mm-hmm. you know, in previously. So, but it's it's. I mean, I know those things are relative, but those things um, we're not meant to just turn a blind eye to them. We you have to yeah. deal with the practicalities of that. But that it shouldn't be that that determines what your faith will be or what you what heavens because you're taking this and, and in fact, actually, uh, I would just say it becomes an idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, when those things have more of your attention than the realm of the spirit and what heaven's doing has more of your attention. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's always a fight for our intention, uh, attention. Yeah. There's always a fight for our partnership. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what are you going to partner with? What are you going to come under? What are you going to submit to? You know, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the point. Well, mm-hmm. let's be clear. I don't care who you are. You're submitting to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So what, what, what do you think that we really, you know, we've talked a, a quite a, a bit about Pentecost today. And I, I think that, you know, for some people, Pentecost um, is a historical event or something that occurred that was the, the, the start of things. But I think that consistently with what God does, there's always a new aspect of it or there's always new mm-hmm. something fresh because, yeah. you know, his mercies are new every morning, you know, so there's a freshness about yeah. and, and as we head towards Pentecost Sunday, what, what, for me, it's always, I think about what are we going to partner with? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what fresh revelation or understanding are we going to come mm. into agreement with? What do we, because, you know, we, we, we see that time and time again, when God says something, when we get a word that comes, mm-hmm. it's not just so we can say, "Oh, we got this nice word, isn't this going to be great? You're wonderful." Yeah, yeah. we 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 we're you know we're we're you know we've come into a new turn or we're, the tide's turning or whatever else. Mm-hmm. What do we do with that? Yeah. Well, what do we do embrace. Yeah, for me, I think it does have a lot to do with um, everything that God touches increases everything that's in relationship with god grows the increase of his government wherever he has rulership there's no end yes. of that increase and it always produces peace i, I love yes. it the increase goes with peace you know there's a type of yes. increase that's not good success it's just yes you know. and so i really feel like there's there's had been this season before pentecost where they're hold away they're afraid they're stuck behind closed doors. Now they are in one accord, but they're, they're hold away. They're praying and there's a waiting time, but then they come out of the waiting time and now there's mm-hmm. harvest and public manifestation and increase. And I think that that's like very much what I feel like the season that we've been in. There's been like this time where, you know, everything got put on pause a little bit with, with when COVID started. I mean, mm-hmm. just everything yeah, yeah. upended yeah. a little bit, you know, just to some extent, even if people weren't afraid of it or, Whatever else, it still just slowed everything down. Give people yep. different perspective. People are changing careers. Things are shifting. There's a waiting time, 
And we've been talking about the turn, talking about the turn, talking about the turn, because all of a sudden, it, maybe six months ago, it started to feel like, you know, you had that word, Mark. I think Jeremy had the word. There's something like mm -hmm. we're now not just slowing down. We're actually coming, starting to come on the other half of the turn where you start to speak, pick up a little bit of speed and start to come out at it. And we've been saying for some time, it feels like the first few years mm -hmm. of this decade were going to be pretty challenging, but it's actually meant to set up for great exploits. You know, and so there's there's something about that waiting time. They're waiting, but when the day of Pentecost had fully come, and I think that there's really been a waiting season and what's challenging, and we've been talking mm -hmm. about this for the turn, what's challenging when you get used to decelerating, when you get used to putting on the brakes, when you get used to that, it's actually yeah. a shift in paradigm to start accelerating. Like you were saying, Chris, like yeah. that word from Sunday, like it's time to start to accelerate. It's time to start to build. It's not a season to be afraid. It's a season to move forward. And I think that mm -hmm. there's, there's, and, and what caused us to move forward? It's the wind of the spirit, like you're saying. And when, when God moves upon us, we become quite bold, in fact. And so yeah. I think that there's really a clarion call in this Pentecost time mm -hmm. right now for the church not to just watch the watch the day go past on the calendar and even mm -hmm. maybe like give a tacit sort of like, oh, this is this is great. Like, praise God, we have the Holy Spirit poured out upon us. Right. But right. to actually recognize there's a change in season this time. There's a change in season for the body of Christ into a place of harvest, into a place of increase. The day of Pentecost has fully come. That's good. I, I believe it's about like all of that is is Israel. I I just think I keep coming back to the simplicity of encounter. Mm -hmm. Like the boldness, the harvest, mm -hmm. peace, all of that is the direct result of him in me. I I I don't I feel like there's actually it's interesting in this in this season that we're in on wisdom and the season that we're in on, you know, with this decade of the pay of the mouth. And it it seems to me like um, the actions and words mm -hmm. like we don't want to just talk about it again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, like the action and the words are coming together in a Good. much more uh, tangible manner. Yeah. And I, and that might be part of what's new um, is that uh, I'm praying that there's a, a really a deep hunger and desire for the mm -hmm. tangible encounter of mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. Um, and to put away all of our old notions of what we mm -hmm. think it should look like. Mm -hmm. I still haven't seen a tongue of fire over my head yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that sound of a rushing wind come in the room. Mm -hmm. I, you know, like there's things that I still have never touched, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm hungry. Come on. How about you, Mark? What do you sense for Pentecost this year? Um. I think that um, with anything that we hear from God um, is a is an invitation mm. to partner. You know, it's, yeah. I think I think um, you know sometimes we, we can we can hear stuff and we can just say, okay, well, yeah, well, I'll just wait and see, or you know, mm. which doesn't take any faith whatsoever. Um, and uh, I I feel like there is. Um, a 
seasonal shift uh, taking place. That, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I know we hear that a lot. You know, I talk a lot about seasons and you know, prophesy and all of those sorts of things, but I don't think there's any end of those sort of seasonal changes. Um, but I, I think that there's something um, waiting for people to embrace about a, uh, a about provision, about abundance. You know, and abundance isn't just financial, uh, though it is that. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's about hope. It's about you know, so many things that um, I I know that God is waiting for people, and I think that. Pentecost is a classic illustration of mm-hmm. over the top, mm-hmm. uh, over more the top. than enough. <laughs> yes. you know, um, it's a classic illustration of Ephesians three twenty. Yeah, you know, which yeah. which has to be, you know, I mean, Ephesians talks so much about what took place, uh, you know, about being seated in heavenly places because that's what happened at Pentecost. Mm-hmm. It was the first time from then mm-hmm. on that people lived in two places at once. Mm-hmm. And they had to live in two places at once because they were going to fulfill the will of God, which was mm-hmm. to bring a heaven to earth. It was to mm-hmm. cause what already hurt, happened in heaven to happen on earth. The, the intent was to heavenize earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so Pentecost was this place. And so every Pentecostal uh, celebration, every celebration of Pentecost is... Is, is meant to remind people that that God is wanting to do is wanting to do uh, is wanting to bring to pass what he was achieved in the very first one you uh-huh. know so it's it's like this is an opportunity for you again to embrace this to hunger for more mm. to to embrace mm. what that what it what it happened at Pentecost and to mm. and, and to, to expect that um, you know, a greater mm. understanding or revelation or whatever it is that he wants wants to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, that's celebration is so much the language of heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, celebration and celebrate, not just, not only for the sake of what mm-hmm. occurred, but for, for, you know, celebrating what has occurred with an expectation that it's going to be done again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or it's going yep. to be released again, or something fresh yep. mm-hmm. come in. And there well, was such a fresh, fresh wind of the spirit at Pentecost. There was such a fresh, mm. right? Just a complete U-turn, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking about you know that fact that you know we we need to have it again, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like. Peter and John are arrested. They go before the Sanhedrin. They're told, mm-hmm. you don't talk about Jesus anymore. And they're like, mm, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see what happened two chapters ago? Sorry. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, they gathered together again with the disciples. And they were filled with the spirit and the house was shaken mm. as they prayed. The mm. house didn't shake the first time. So God, God, God actually, I think has like what you're saying, there's something new, there's something different. There's mm-hmm. some, some other thing abundantly beyond what we can ask or think, what we can understand from God that he wants to do for us now that is outside of the reference points that we've had up to this point. 
And I think that we've got to be open to that. Right. So we're so quick to reject anything that we didn't see written on the page or haven't encountered ourselves yet. Mm -hmm. And yet he may very well be like, I want to move in a deep way. I feel like this, the two years and, and being hope dealers and dealing with COVID and all that. I think for those who've been pursuing God, they have a, a richer depth of encounter with God now than mm-hmm. they did before it started. Like it solidified many people's faith mm-hmm. on a whole fresh new way. And it's also curated chaos and upheaval in many others. Mm-hmm. But for those for those who've been really hungry for the Lord through this whole last couple of years, I believe there's a much richer depth of their faith than they've ever had. Well, God wants to move in a fresh and tangible way in on this Pentecost mm-hmm. that is probably at a deeper level than what we've experienced before. Yep. It's deeper. Mm-hmm. It may not be flashbang, wind blow, fire. You know, it might be that there might be such a stirring of the depth that the boldness comes. Mm. Right. It's such a stirring in the depths that it it produces okay. all the same results. Yeah. I, I think it was interesting. Um uh, you know, after we completed that, after we did live stream last week, just on the seer, uh, the life of the seer with Malvina. Malvina, um, you know, talked about um, a um, a Pentecost. You know, they would they would read the book of Ruth, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, Ruth was so much about um, uh, glean. You know. We read about Ruth as she was gleaning. So picking up the rest of the harvest, you know, the last mm-hmm. bit of it. Um, and 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 yet um, what we see her taken into was taken into a huge abundance mm-hmm. um, because that's, mm-hmm. that's where she was. But that was the shift. And I think that that's what we see at Pentecost. We see yes. the, the connection of people with God was sort of like gleaning. And, mm-hmm. and he said, okay, now it's time for you to come into the fullness. Now it's time for you to come into the abundance. Mm-hmm. It's not that they hadn't experienced the abundance of God before because they had. But it was like, let me take you from events into lifestyle. Let mm-hmm. me take you into this place where you had these mm-hmm. experiences, where you had this concentration of the Holy Spirit. Let me now take you into distribution where the yep. Holy Spirit is distributed upon all flesh, which is what mm-hmm. we see. And so it was like, this is what I want you to enjoy. This is what I want you to experience. I want you to Mm -hmm. experience that the circumstances that you're around about you, you're aware of, but they don't determine what your future is. They don't determine how I behave, how I act, and how you act to me. Mm -hmm. And so I think whenever we we empower something that's not meant to be empowered, it it doesn't work out well for us. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Hey, Dave Champion here says, there's a reference point as we hit the straight. I keep hearing people say it's not mine. Heard it first from you, Chris. And I, you know, that's from the message on stewardship, you know, mm-hmm. that, I, that I actually got the language from um, pastors in Texas. And, you know, it's like there's this place of, um, I think Dave's onto something there that stewardship is a key of, you know, recognizing recognizing our place in that. Um, and isn't it interesting that the gleaning, doing what was possible, 
doing like all Ruth did was what was in her capacity to do. That's good. That's all she did. And it opened mm -hmm. the door. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And she didn't, yeah. she just did what she was supposed to do. She just mm -hmm. obeyed Naomi. Mm -hmm. Right. Naomi says, Hey, go do this, go do that. Okay. Ruth submitted, went and just did a, a, the um, lowest level task that you could do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it took her right to the place of the lineage of Jesus. Yep. Like amazing. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah. And the disciples were just praying in an upper room, being mm -hmm. in one accord, they mm -hmm. doing what they could do. Yeah. It was a major movement from that. Just doing the what day. they just doing what they knew they needed to do, doing what they knew the Lord had asked them to come do. on, come on. You know, that was it. That was it. And, and so the fruit is all to the Lord. Yes. Like I don't get to make a Pentecost happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing we don't we don't get that privilege <laughs> yeah. well guys um it's good mark uh, hey you want to pray for us mark and yeah we'll, well close I, it up? I, yeah my my desire is that uh and my request to the lord is that people mm -hmm. this pentecost i'm not just going to see the historical as mm -hmm. an historical event but mm -hmm. as a as a as an encounter place as a Ooh. place to encounter that so which has good. happened but that which is wanting that a greater hunger is just going to yep. begin to develop and and yep. to really yeah. kill off some of the fear um mm -hmm. and uh faith is going to arise and mm -hmm. um uh, people are just going to feel a lift in their spirits you know feel something lifting feel something mm -hmm. that's that's actually taking them into another place that they're going to just see the the significance of um, what occurred at Pentecost, but particularly embrace, you know, one of those favorites of mine, you know, Ephesians 3.20, which we, we've talked about, that God is yep. able to do immeasurably more. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he did some great things there, but he wants to do more out of uh, mm -hmm. um, that as it's according to the power that is at work within us. That's yep. what Ephesians 3.20 talks about. So mm -hmm. it's like lifting off the limitations, lifting yeah. off the limitations, so lifting good. off the limitations that people have either set or mm -hmm. been set upon them well, that they would just dissolve and to be gone right. and they would just step into that. So that's my prayer. Um, prayed a little differently, um, but that's my prayer. That's it's my good. expectation. Um, yeah. yeah. Amen. Good. That's a, that's a good declaration. Yep. Amen. Okay. Well, hey, everybody, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching, commenting. You can comment on the post later. Uh, you can go to insightnow.co for schedules and go to the Facebook and the YouTube. And of course, anywhere that you get a podcast, we are there. Uh, we bless you guys and hope everybody has a great, great uh, Pentecost Sunday, great weekend this weekend. So bless you guys. Amen. Amen.